Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Resiliency and Running podcast. Um, My name is Liz, and I have just created this podcast because I believe that there is resiliency in running, or at least there has been for me. Um, Running has always been a steadfast for me and my favorite form of therapy, especially when I'm emotionally running from things like heartbreak or trauma. And so I'm just here to share those experiences and teach or impact or hopefully inspire someone in some sort of way. So today's topic is going to be friendship. And more specifically, we're going to be talking about boundaries within friendships. Now, before anyone jumps to any conclusions or thinks that this is an episode about how to cut people out of your life, um, it is totally not that. Um, I am someone who really values friendships and I love the people around me. I'm a massive extrovert and I am a big people pleaser. And so I think I really strive to people please in my relationships and friendships, whether they're professional or personal. And this is something that I am trying to work on, but something that I've been reflecting on a lot throughout quarantine. Now, as I've been growing up, and I'm saying that as a very young 24-year-old, I think I'm starting to realize that what I used to value is quantity in friendships, and now I'm someone who kind of values quality more, and this comes at the expense of having to set boundaries and kind of set yourself far um, and give yourself space from some people, which is unfortunate, but like what I've been learning is that sometimes it's what may be the healthiest and best thing for both parties. I think some of my favorite friendships are the friendships that have lasted for years, that you can go months sometimes without speaking to that other person, but when you do reconnect, you can just talk about so many different things. And I've done this so much with so many of my friends that now live in different states, cities, and countries. And I think it's one of the best things about a friendship is really respecting each other's space and respecting each other's schedules and just in terms of the fact that we are all adults that are growing up and that we aren't able to be in contact as much as we might like. As I've been spending a lot of time alone in quarantine and really reflecting more on myself and my relationships and friendships with others, I've really started to learn that setting boundaries is an important part of establishing your identity and it really is a crucial aspect of your mental health and well-being. Boundaries can be physical or emotional, and they can also range from being loose to rigid with healthy boundaries often following somewhere in between. You can set boundaries for your personal space, your sexuality, your emotions and thoughts, stuff or possessions, time and energy, culture, religion, or ethics. The word boundary itself can be a bit misleading to others, and it may convey the idea of keeping yourself separate or cutting someone off, but boundaries are actually connecting points since they provide healthy rules for navigating relationships, whether they're intimate or professional. I think about where I was a year ago or even a year and a half ago, and I was doing a master's program in London, and then like a year ago, I was in a job. And in both of these circumstances, I was kind of a busy go, 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 very similar to a nine to five schedule. And so I think I really have realized that I've allowed a lot of people 
to treat me in certain ways and I haven't really allowed myself to speak up for myself or set the necessary boundaries that I probably should have set and I kind of just let people walk all over me which kind of sounds terrible but um, I think it just comes with being a people pleaser. So something that I've been learning in quarantine is to understand your own limits. So the first step in learning to set boundaries is self-awareness. So for example, you should pay close attention to situations where you lose energy. And that can feel like a knot, getting a knot in your stomach or wanting to cry. And this is how you can identify where you need more space, self-respect, energy, or personal power. I think one example that comes to mind is being in social situations, both in and out of college. So even now, sometimes I experience this where I'm in friend groups and you feel like you need to be performative or you're feeling peer pressured into doing something. And I think that that's something where I realized that that probably should have been a limit of mine where I should have communicated the boundary that I needed in those social situations. And so next, you want to clearly define what your intellectual, emotional, physical, and spiritual boundaries are with strangers, work colleagues, friends, family, and intimate partners. I think one that doesn't get talked about often, and I think that we as women feel a bit timid about sometimes, is setting boundaries with work colleagues and especially male work colleagues. And I've had this experience a few times before in the workplace where there's just a sense of discomfort that you feel or your male coworker makes you feel uncomfortable with a comment, um, whether it's sexual or racist in some way. Um, and I finally decided to speak up for myself in my last role, and it was in regards to a both racial and sexist comment that my male coworker had been making towards me. And this was during like the first or second week of my starting in the job. It was definitely uncomfortable to do so early into the role, but I think what was worse was how quick my coworker was to be to make these comments. So to me, that said, He's made these comments towards women and Asian women before, and no one's ever said anything about it, and they kind of just let him have his way. And so this was initially uh, what made me really want to say something. So psychcentral.com actually came out with 10 steps to setting healthy boundaries, and I kind of just wanted to run through them and then reflect on them in the end. So number one is to clearly identify your boundary. Number two is to understand why you need the boundary. Number three is to be straightforward. Number four is don't apologize or give long explanations. Number five is to use a calm and polite tone. Number six is to start with tighter boundaries. Number seven is to address boundary violations early. Number eight is to don't make it personal. And number nine, use a support system. And lastly, number 10, trust your intuition. So some of the steps that really stood out to me were number four and number eight. So number four was don't apologize or give long explanations. And in my experience or very early experience, because I'm just learning all of this in 
setting boundaries, I am kind of a person that tends to apologize no matter what. And I don't know if that comes as being a woman or if that's just me as a person, but I always tend to feel bad, especially when it's someone that I care about. I remember a specific situation a couple of months ago where I was needing to set boundaries with someone and I obviously as a girl needed to show my other girlfriend the message that I had typed up. And when she looked at it, she said, you know, you're being too emotional. You're apologizing too much. This should be something that's just straightforward and it's concrete and it's for you. It doesn't concern the other person. And that's something that was really hard to learn because I am someone who really tends to care about other people and put other people first. So in learning to set my own healthy boundaries, it was really an act of having to learn to put myself first for once. And that kind of goes in line with number eight, right? Don't make it personal. And I think that's also something that I'm really trying to learn within this whole self-love mantra is um, that it's something that benefits you and it's something that is a need of your own. So A, you should not have to apologize for it and B, the other person shouldn't take it personally if it's something that you need in order to move forward. And I think People sometimes tend to see boundaries as this really negative thing or even as an offensive thing when really it's just acknowledging your basic rights. So you have a right to say no without feeling guilty. You have a right to be treated with respect. You have a right to make your needs as important as others. You have a right to be accepting of your mistakes and failures. And you have a right not to meet others' unreasonable expectations of you. There was a quote I recently saw on Instagram from someone named Chelsea Gomez, and she says, Toxic people will make you feel like you are holding resentment against them when you are simply sticking to your boundary. And I hate to call people toxic. I think that relationships can be toxic or we may allow them to get to a point of toxicity. And I think boundaries are necessary in those situations in order to bring the relationship back or maybe even just take a break and just kind of relieve the relationship of some of that toxicity that it had been harnessing for so long. I think people also tend to see boundaries sometimes as something that kind of just comes out of nowhere and they're so confused by it and they're like, you know, our friendship has been going so well or they thought that it was going so well. Now all of a sudden you're asking for space and you're asking for these boundaries. But I think it's really important to remember that you are in charge of your own choices. And there's a quote from Psychology Today that says, You have the right to change your mind or your direction at any time. You don't need to feel that you owe anyone anything more than you want to give with your free and conscious heart. Anyone who mistreats you, is disrespectful of your wishes, refuses to hear you, and has no intention of changing is trouble. Be ready to walk away without fear or guilt and don't look back. I think that last part can be a bit hard to hear just because I know that sometimes we're in situations where we have to set boundaries with people that we've been friends with for years. 
But in the end, for me, I just really have learned so much about how to set healthy boundaries that I just remind myself that I am not cutting that person off, that it's just a break in the friendship or a break in the relationship. And it's something where we may come back to it in the future when we're both at better places in our lives. But for the time being, it's really a time that allows for you to reflect more on your own and just be more on your own. And especially as an extrovert myself, I think I just have not allowed myself to spend much time on my own in the past six years or so. So to wrap up, I just wanted to share this quote that I saw from the account We're Not Really Strangers, and it says, A part of loving someone well is loving them through things they're still working on, but it doesn't mean they need to have the same level of access to you if their behavior repeatedly hurts you. Boundaries allow us to love from afar. I think this is really beautiful because I am someone, as I mentioned earlier, that has really looked at who my inner circle is and really wants to keep and maintain a good amount of quality friendships and quality people. And I would go as far as to say that I love some of these people. Like they've been in my life for years and I would never think anything bad of them just because they've helped me through so many tough situations. But I think this quote just really embodies this idea of unconditional love, but also being able to allow yourself to work through these things and looking at people who may have too much access to you or not enough and what sorts of behaviors they may be portraying in response to this need for boundaries. All right, that is going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed it and If you would like to subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts or follow if you're on Spotify, I would love that. Um, If you have any questions or comments, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or Twitter. My username is just at Liz Newcomer, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye.